the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion went 7 requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. I saw flash, you seen flash. Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6 that dreadful night. Fallen Angel. Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. This is Daryl Wood for Faith Talk Detroit and Bible League International. The gospel is changing hearts in regions of the world like Asia, Africa, Latin America, and the Middle East. But many countries in these regions have very few Christian bookstores, big box stores, or online retailers to drop Bibles into their villages. So it's nearly impossible to find what is so elementary in walking with Christ. And that's God's Word. That's why we're partnering with Bible League to send Bibles to 2,600 waiting Christians. $5 sends one Bible, $35 sends seven, and $100 sends Bibles to 20 Christians. Help us bless 2,600 Bibleist believers through our shared campaign, The World Needs the Word, Bibles for the Nation. Make your most generous gift today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673. 800-YES-WORD. Or give at faithtalkdetroit.com. <laughs> Make plans to attend Faith Talk Detroit's Comedy at Christmas show. Start the holiday season with laughter on December 1st at the Maple Theater. Bring the entire family for an evening of clean comedy fit for all ages with local comedians Julie Lyons, Billy Ray Bauer, and Chris Young. Tickets are on sale now for just $10 at faithtalkdetroit.com. Give the gift of laughter this year to your friends and family. Don't miss Faith Talk Detroit's comedy at Christmas on December 1st at the Maple Theater. 
Join us as we ring in the holidays with a hilarious lineup of stand-up comedians featuring Julie Lyons and co-headliners Billy Ray Bauer and Chris Young. Tickets are on sale today at faithtalkdetroit.com for $10. All tickets must be purchased in advance. Comedy at Christmas, Wednesday, December 1st at the Maple Theater. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for tickets and information. Sponsored by Bethany Christian Services and Moody Theological Seminary. following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. All right, this is Pastor Moss, welcoming all of you to the discussion that we're going to have today on Bible Talk. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss and Tiffany's, our technician today. She does a wonderful, wonderful job. If you have questions or any biblical territory you want to cover, all you've got to do is call that number. Let me give it to you again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight. Push one after that. I was told, and you will be on the air with uh, Pastor Emery Marsh with questions you have about the Bible. Now we're in the Book of Genesis, but of course we're not limited just to uh, uh, this book alone. In fact, we're going to cover uh, Genesis from the first chapter to the very last. But at the same time, we uh, realize something: a principle of hermeneutics, and that is that Scripture interprets Scripture. So definitely there are more subjects that uh, we'll cover uh, uh, here in systematic theology along with our study of the book of Genesis. So it's going to be a very comprehensive study indeed. And man, today what we're going to talk about is something that actually the topic uh, that we're going to deal with uh, coming out of Genesis, what we're dealing with in Genesis is the sexual sins of the Bible. The sexual sins of the Bible. Now, let me tell you something. Having worked uh, in apologetics for quite a while, the one most amazing thing to me is the fact, there's no doubt about this, the Bible is an adult book. It is. It is an adult book. It talks about adult things. Listen, we're going to talk about things tonight. That if you taught them at a Sunday school meeting and in a Sunday school lesson, all right, you would have to police this up. This is the Bible we're talking about, the Bible, the Word of God. Uh, but it says things that definitely, uh, uh, you know, adults and children need to understand. But if you break this down to children, uh, you're going to have to be very careful how you do it because the Bible deals with adult material. So that's why right now I'm cautioning all of you parents, if your children are fans of the Bible talk show, Okay, I'm not going to say anything nasty, won't be any curse words or anything like that. But we're about to talk about some adult, an adult subject as we deal with the sexual sins of the Bible. And to discuss the sexual sins of the Bible, we don't have to wait till we get to the uh, New Testament. It starts right out here in the Old Testament, as you will see. And it's absolutely amazing. Things that some of you thought maybe were the inventions of a... Uh, of modern times, nope, the Bible had it covered, because man has basically been doing the same dumb 
sinful stuff for a very, very long time. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, remember where we left off last time? Last time, we were in Genesis chapter 13, right? Let's do a quick recap of that. Which says in Genesis 13:1, and Abram went out, gave it, uh, Abram, short for Abraham, which his name would become. And Abraham went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. And Abraham was very rich in cattle, silver, and in gold. And he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, under the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hea, under the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also went with him, Abraham, and Abraham had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to ban them, that they might dwell together. For their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzites dwelled in the land. And Abraham said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, all right? and between my herd, herdmen uh, and thy herdmen, for we are brothers, we, we be brethren. Okay? Is not the whole land before thee? So Abraham says to him, Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. Very conciliatory of Abraham. Then verse 10, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay? Even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest into Zohar, then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan. And Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves one from the other. They had to because of all of the cattle that they were having, and they were, they were glowing in terms of their, uh, uh, the land they needed and stuff, so they had to separate. Verse 12, Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom, S-O-D-O-M, right? Sodom and Gomorrah, names that live in infamy. In fact, there were some liberal scholars who thought that uh, Sodom and Gomorrah did not exist until archaeologists ever a- actually uncovered <laughs> the remains of what was left of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Verse 13, but the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly, okay? But the men okay, of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly, right? So once we look at this, it's time to look at more. What was the sin of Sodom? What happened here that was so egregious? Boy, can we say that this was something that was limited back to their time? I think not. What happened in Sodom was just a foreshadowing of what would happen later. Not just in our time, but in other ancient civilizations, uh, in the Greco-Roman world as well, right? But we find it first here in Genesis, Genesis chapter 19, right? Where 
it says, and we won't go through all of this because of the fact that we got to come back and keep going through Genesis. But uh, since this topic is on the table, we've got to uh, deal with it in a, in a doctrinal um, uh, matter. We'll be, be back to this when we continue uh, uh, through Genesis, where it says in Genesis 19, And there came two angels, many of you know this account, to Sodom at evening. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. Okay? It established itself there. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and you shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, uh, No, okay? but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him, okay, and entered in, into his house. The angels did what he wanted. And he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. Now, I don't, I don't believe he knew that they were angels right off the bat. He thought these were just men he was taking care of here. But uh, these were angels, angels from God, appearing as men. Verse 4, but before they lay down, okay, before they could lay down, the men of the city, notice the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round both old and young all the people from every quarter. So it seems like that this whole city, Sodom and Gomorrah, the whole area, was given way to sin. And then at verse 5, can you imagine this happening outside your door? And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to be this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. Now, here's where our understanding of Hebrew uh, has to come into play, okay? Because the word know here isn't the same as that song, you know, getting to know you. No, this isn't it. Know here is from the Hebrew word, which means uh, intimacy. It's actually talking about sexual knowledge. That's what they were saying, okay? And Lot went out at the door under them and shut the door after them and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, I have two daughters, which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do you to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, but therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Right? And they said, stand back. Okay? These uh, folks, these are homosexual men. And they said, this one fellow comes in to sojourn, and he needs to be a judge. Now, we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. And the man put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut it. The angels pulled him back in. And they smote the men, okay, that are these uh, homosexual rapists, what they were, that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they reared themselves to find the door. So right here, my friends, in the book of Genesis, okay, the first book of the Bible, we see God bringing attention to the sin of homosexuality. That's the Bible. That's what the Bible says, okay? The Bible declares that homosexuality is wrong, okay? It's wrong, okay? It's not just a political system or uh, this politician, that politician. Uh, uh, no, no, no. The Word of God, okay? in the very beginning, in Genesis, condemns it, okay? 
So it's something that we see on the modern scene, but we need to realize it has a long, long history, okay? Long, long history starting way back in Genesis. And I want to say this, it was wrong then, and it's wrong now. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have a question, I mean a question that's on your mind, that you would like to have an answer to, I'll do my very best to give it to you. But we're dealing now with sexual sins of the Bible. And it's easy to see, as we look at this, that sexual sins okay, uh, were identified by God right off the bat. What we're seeing today should be no surprise. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, dealing with the sexual sins of the Bible. We're going to go to uh, Gary right now, and Holly, Gary, how you doing? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss, I heard your program today with uh, this week with Minister Smith, and you were talking about Revelation 18. And uh, the mystery I have is uh, when this happens, it says a great city can be destroyed in one hour and burnt. And uh, it says it's saying, alas, alas, the great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones. This is verse 16. And it tells about this devastation. But I thought by this time, um, I don't know if you're, you're talking with Brother Smith about it, that, uh, that the church, will, the saints of God will be in heaven by this time. Is that right? Yeah, if you come at it from a pre-trib point of view, that's so. That's what pre-tribbers hold to. No, also the mid-tribbers, because I believe uh, the uh, resurrection of the coming of the Lord takes place in uh, Revelation eleven fifteen. But oh, anyways, what, what I'm getting at, but it seems like this is going to be in the future, and this will be uh-huh. a city, not a nation, we be destroyed in one hour. Is that, is that how you teach it? Well, what happens is uh, you say a city rather than a nation? Yes, I said it's a city. Well, what happens is it looks as if it will be a number of nations that have gotten together uh, um, in this case. In fact, uh, with, uh, with uh, Western backing, and what the first step of the mystery Babylon is, is just to be, uh, the making of a religion, making everyone, you know, all believe the same things, very ecumenical. And then what happens after that, the Antichrist comes in and shuts that down, and the kings of the earth give their support to him and take it away from this this mystery Babylon, this great ecumenical system. Well, I believe this would be Rome. I believe uh-huh. this would be Rome. If you read verse 18, it said, And the cry when he spoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? So it's not a nation, it's a city, and it's not a company of nations that will be destroyed in one hour. It's a religious uh, institution that affects the whole nation. And but the I only thing we differ wrong. on is it, it will be nations that come together. In other words, it's going to be European nations. Okay? So it represents the European nations who form this, uh, this kind of harmony with uh, this religion, religious system, like the Tower of Babel. But the nations, European where do you nations... Read, where do you read that in Roman, um, in, in Revelation 18? 
16 and 18. We can look at it later, but I've got to go. I can only spend so much time with you, uh, Gary, and I've got to stick on my subject. Thanks for calling, buddy. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. You're on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Marsh. We will be looking at prophecy again, Gary, so hang around as we go through uh, the book of Genesis. Oh, man. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, definitely, uh, it comes into play uh, once again in all of the false religion systems that are with it. But right now, we're looking here at uh, the sexual sins of the Bible. And notice, nothing new about these things. Nothing new about the sexual sins that we see. Okay? Um, they were already talked about in the Bible. From the very beginning, we see that the Bible has condemned these things. And some of you are saying, well, so far all you've got is just homosexuality. So you've got to have something more than that. Well, the Bible does. Deuteronomy chapter 22. Okay? Deuteronomy chapter 22 and verse 5. Listen to this. Okay? Sounds like it could be in newspapers today. Where it says, Deuteronomy 25, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5. The woman shall not wear that which pertains unto a man. Okay? Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. Hmm. For all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. What is that talking about? Well, you know it. It came to your mind just as quickly as it came to mine. The whole transgender movement that we have today. <laughs> that, that's right. It's, it's condemned. The Bible says that it's a sin. No matter what anybody says, there's only two sexes, male and female. Okay? And once you're female, you're female. And once you're male, you're male. There's no such thing as uh, transgender. The Bible contains no such admonition at all. That is an abomination. That's what the Bible calls it. Okay? And I, in fact, there have been uh, something that even contradicts science, but yet it is something that is growing in popularity in our society today. All right. So, so far we've seen, okay? so far we've seen, looking at the Bible, that homosexuality is condemned. I mean, this is in Genesis. Okay? Then uh, we look over at, in Deuteronomy okay, 22 and 5, and then we see cross-dressing and the transgender experience, you know, challenged by the Word of God, okay? Defined, saying that these things are sins, okay? That's where the Bible is, okay? It, it's amazing. And backs up what I told you when we first started, that the Bible, my friends, the Bible is an adult book. Nobody writes fairy tales like this. Come on. It's historical it's giving you God's word and God's truth from the very beginning, okay? okay? The Bible is true. It is the word of God, okay? Uh, and, 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 and being the word of God, it's got to define sin as sin, and that's exactly what we see here going on, okay? And since this is in the Bible, this is the kind of thing that should be taught in, in our churches and to people, okay? We've got to do it in this delegate a way that we can, but we're not helping our kids much when we give them these watered-down versions of, 
uh, making the accounts in Genesis and other places look like it's a fairy tale. You can see by looking at this that this is real. Okay? Nobody talks about homosexuality and cross-dressing, and it's a made-up story. <laughs> this is telling you what sin is and how God deals with it in the Word of God. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, I will talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Yes? Billy? Okay, Billy in Colorado, what's on your mind? Hello, I've been listening to your program since 2017 and support your church and uh, program. I just appreciate what y'all do at Faith Talk. And my question was regarding Lot. Is there something in the Bible to indicate where his wife came from? Was she from Sodom? Because it doesn't say anything about where his wife was from, I know of. No, uh, I don't know if it gives um, in the Bible a lot of background or history to her. What was interesting, though, is that she, I guess what makes you think, what, what makes you ask the question, which is a legitimate question to ask, right, well, uh, why, did she, why did she look back? Is, is that, yeah, is that I was thinking maybe, maybe that was her hometown. That's, you know, they had that story back in the day, Sodom and Gomorrah, the old uh, time movies, and um, I remember that's the first time I remember even knowing about that before I read it in the Bible. And she looked back, but also it says in the Bible that she looked back at Solomon and Gomorrah. And you know, you can only speculate, I'm guessing, that she had so much her family and probably had loved ones and family members that died in Sodom, and then of course, uh, the two son-in-laws, we don't know, I, I guess they come from Sodom too, but I was, I just never thought to ask the question about it. I always wonder about it, but you're, you're dealing with Sodom now, so I thought it would be appropriate to call about that. Well, one thing for sure we know, and uh, in, in fact, in fact, you're going in a good, good direction, that definitely uh, she she loved it there. She did. She no doubt had friends there, and not only her, but Lot as well. That's why they were told, you know, you, you, you can't go back. You cannot go back. You have to leave. So uh, what happens is she did what she was not supposed to do, which is to look back, and that is where uh, it came. But, but there's a lesson there that God has for us, right? Never get attached to things that could involve you in sin, right? Uh, in her case, once God comes and, uh, you know, and says, uh, I'm getting out of here, I'm about to destroy this, it's an evil place. You got to leave. It's time to do exactly what God says. Okay? But you're right. And, but and as that question brings up, we cannot get attached to sinful things, uh, uh, in spite of you know what our friends are doing. Okay? You cannot associate with those who can cause you to live your life in an ungodly manner, whether it's friends or relatives. Okay? But uh, so. Good question that you asked. It's a it's 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 a it's a it's a good one to contemplate. Well, I appreciate uh, you doing the lesson in Genesis and everything like yeah, very detailed subject on Lot because, like you said, we can't look back at when God, even Jesus, referenced Lot a lot, and we should just look forward in our new life in Christ. And I appreciate uh, you, Pastor Ramos, and. 
your wife and your church family, and you have a blessed uh, Lord's Day when you go to church on Sunday. Thank you. All right. Well, God bless you, my friend, and you just keep on talking. You sound like a preacher to me. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, that guy really knows a way to my heart when he talks about my wife as well. <laughs> she who helps me in everything that I do. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss as we deal with the sexual sins of the Bible. And and it's amazing when you look at the fact that uh, that there's a lot of things happening today that already were going on in ancient times. And the Bible talked about them, right, way before they occurred, okay? Letting us know, God letting us know what was sinful and what was not. Now, people can say whatever they want. Uh, we have people in our society today that are trying to make things politically correct. Listen, there's no such thing as political correctness when it contradicts the word of God. Let me say that again. I don't care whether you're Democrat, what you call yourself, Republican, whatever. There's no such thing as anything being correct in any way or politically correct when it contradicts the word of God. And in that, the word of God has told us these things ahead of time. We need to be careful what we're doing and what we're supporting, okay, especially politically. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I'm not done yet. I'm not done. What about bisexuality? <laughs> now you guys are saying, wait. Wait a minute, Pastor. You can't tell me. You can't tell Yes, I'm telling you that bisexuality also is found in the Bible, and it's condemned in the Bible. Okay? Yeah, bisexuals do show up. Yeah, it's in the Bible. It is amazing what the Bible says. It's amazing what the Bible has for us. Okay? And where do we find it? Because okay? some of you right now, and I don't blame you, Pastor Moss, we're not going to believe it until we see it, but I'm just like you. So let us go to Judges, chapter 19, all right, where we'll see uh, actually that even that uh, comes on the scene as being something that is uh, condemned. That's right. That's right. Bisexuality is in the Bible and condemned in the Bible, okay? Number to call, area code 866. 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. All right, that number to call, area code 866 423 Area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to Grace right now. How you doing, Grace? Great. How are you, Pastor Moss? Just great. Just great. What is on your mind? Well, it's been on my mind for years, and I want to know why have so many churches stopped obeying or regarding the Fourth Commandment? 
the commandment okay. that we're supposed to reverence the Sabbath day. Why have they just seemingly totally disregarding the Sabbath day and shopping, getting their nails done, hair done, having parties, going to dinner? And that's the day that he said to reverence him. Well, well, what happens is, you know, there is a, a, a debate about that within the body of Christ. I'm sure. <laughs> but it's, it's getting taken out the Bible. It's still there in black and white. Even well, Jesus went into the temple on the Sabbath day. Tell me then what this means. Okay, Romans chapter 14, right? Uh, where it says, and not only does it deal with uh, with the Sabbath day, but also it deal it deals with the dietary rules because they had those as well. Here's what here's what Paul says in Romans 14 and 1. Okay, him that is weak in the faith, receive you, but not to doubtful dispensations. For one believes in all things, uh, another who is weak eats herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eats not, and let not him that eateth not judge him that eats for. God hath received him, okay? Uh, who art thou that judges? So in other words, what he's saying is, at verse 4 here, who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Yea, he shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Okay? Then, this, this, now you tell me, what does Paul mean here? In Romans chapter 14 and verse 5, where he says, one man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Okay? Let every man only worship on the Sabbath day. That's not what he says. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regards the day regards it unto the Lord. He that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. Okay? He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not, and uh, eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not, and he gives God thanks. Okay? So, in other words, seems here that he says, one man esteems one day above another, another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Now, if we were still under the law, wouldn't he be saying, I'm sorry, you can't esteem every day alike, you must keep the Sabbath that was laid down by Moses. What does he mean in Romans 14 and 5? Well, this is what I say about the disciples, those those men, people, women, whoever, back in the Bible day. That's just what it is. They were people just like us, and we made mistakes of sin. I'm sure they weren't sinless. Jesus was the only sinless one. And sometimes they put their own spin on things. They, they wrote. And I know it's inspired, but some of that stuff and some of the things that we even write and say are not truly what the Lord wants us to say. But but what happens is I appreciate your response, but notice what you did. You did not explain the verse. He that regards, this is Paul, an apostle. He's writing scripture here. He that regards the day, regards it to the Lord. And he that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to God and gives God thanks. Okay? He that eats not, uh, uh, eats not and gives God thanks. God thanks. So he said that every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. That's what he says in verse 5. So if he was a, now he was a Pharisee. Paul was a Pharisee who became Christian, okay? Uh, if anything, 
if we were supposed to keep it, he would have said, all of you who are keeping another day, okay, are wrong because we're still under the Sabbath. He said, one man esteems one day above another, another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regards the day, regards it unto the Lord. He that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. In other words, the Sabbath was a, it was in the, uh, under the Mosaic law, but all of that was pointing to Christ. And Christ is our rest now, a day is not. But you can believe what you like, but these are kind of verses this is what Paul says. We're, in other words, those who, if people uh, uh, still worship on the Sabbath day, fine for them, okay? Nothing's wrong with that at all. But they can't condemn those who worship on another day or resurrection day because this is what the instructions we have from Romans 14 and 5. All right. Well, I thank you for calling. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, you're still with me. Again, Jesus went into the temple on the Sabbath day, and I believe that rich man also was saying how he kept the commandments. Now, if it wasn't important, why would God even address that? He said, yes, you do this, you do that. Now sell all that you have and follow me. You're keeping the commandments. So they weren't taken out of the Bible. It's a commandment. It's ten of them. And there are a lot of scriptures about how you're supposed to keep the commandments. That's what God gave Moses. So I feel sorry for the people that are ignoring God's holy day because they want to shop and do whatever they want to do because it's a Saturday. You better look up what that Saturday really means. I'm sorry it's an inconvenience to people, but that's the day God chose. And they want to sell and do all of that because they know God sanctified that day. That's Bible. Well, no, what I read was just the Bible, but you're very good at just looking at it and saying it don't mean what it means. <laughs> it is okay, it's your point. But notice what Paul also writes over in uh, uh, in Galatians. Over in Galatians, he takes this on again, and he says in Galatians chapter 2, and you explain uh, what this means to me, where it says in verse uh, 23, Galatians 2 and uh, 23, he says, before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up under the faith which should afterward be fulfilled. Wherefore, the law, and he's talking about the law of Moses, was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. Okay? And that was the law. Okay? For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. So now the law has been fulfilled. We're under law. We are under the law of Christ. And under that law, what Paul said in Romans 14, unless somebody can explain to me what that means, it says that we can treat every day alike. Okay? But I appreciate your possession. I have no problem at all with those who honor the Sabbath day. But at the same time, definitely those who worship on another day, that's the liberty that we have from the Bible in Romans 14, 1 to 5. And so when someone can explain to me that, what that means, then, uh, but other than that, it's got to be based on the Bible. You have a verse, I have one. I, I think that it's clear in Paul. I thank you for calling. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And don't worry, we'll be getting more into discussions like that. Okay? In fact, there'll be a whole segment dealing with uh, grace and the law. We
we need to understand it, okay, that the law of Moses has been fulfilled by Jesus Christ. It has been, okay? That doesn't mean we're lawless. No, no, no. I would say we're under a higher standard, actually, because we are under the law of Christ himself, okay? That is what it says, okay? But even when you start out in, uh, in John, the very beginning of the, of the Gospel of John tells a Christian something that many have trouble dealing with or grappling with, okay? Which is what it says over in St. John, okay? In the Gospel of John, where the Bible is clear, okay? At verse 16, John chapter 1, verse 16, talking about Jesus, and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. Then verse 17, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law was given by Moses, yes. Okay? And Moses pointed us to Christ, uh, and, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. That's what we have to uh, realize today. There's liberty in Christ. Okay? In fact, to be honest with you, we should keep all the days <laughs> holy and not just one. But uh, the law has been fulfilled. And more could be said about that, but I tell you what, that's not the subject for today, but it definitely will be a subject that we will deal with in its entirety as well. But uh, for me, it's all about what the passages of Scripture say. Okay? And, uh, and how we interpret them. And if people can persuade me biblically, I'm done. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump on any boat you've got, as long as it is a biblical one, my friends. That's what it's all about, what the Bible says. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Appreciate the callers that we have. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We've got Jeff on the line. Jeff, what is on your mind, sir? Yes, sir. It's, first of all, good to see you live on Friday night. Very nice. A, All right. Good to Yes. And uh, can I mention the company I work for or no? We don't mention companies. <laughs> Just try, okay with me? Well, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. But anyhow, I drive a truck and uh, I'm, I'm going to work right now. So I'm the guy that drives the stuff all night long to bring it to everybody for the next day, you know? And you can Great. imagine it's one of the top carriers in the company, you know, like uh, FedEx, UPS, along those lines. Anyhow, I'll be quick. I know your show's almost over. I do find on Saturday, now I'll sleep tomorrow, right, because I work all night tonight. I do find that uh, I'm very, uh, it's a great day, but again, it's personal choice. It's a great day for me to rest. Now, I totally agree with you, though. I should have said this first, that yeah, Jesus is the Sabbath, you know, definitely. Jesus is the Sabbath. But it's funny how I do find a Saturday, I'm wore out from working all week, and I do uh, just rest. Sometimes I'll stay in my room. I won't eat. I won't drink. Kind of do a little bit of fasting, and sometimes I'll fast all the way until uh you know, past church on Sunday morning. I don't eat till after church on Sunday. And it kind of makes the uh, church on Sunday morning a little bit more interesting, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, sounds like you got a good system going there. Yeah, but I'm not very consistent, but I, that does happen. And, um, yes, it is a good system. So I just wanted to, I guess, make a comment on that. To this. I do agree with you, though. Jesus is the Sabbath. Um, 
there's no longer a Sabbath day. But is, do you find that funny? Do you find a day, too, that you rest, maybe a certain day that you take a day off? Maybe Monday? Sometimes uh, pastors well, take well, Mondays off, don't they? Well, actually, for me, I kind of look at Sunday as a rest day in a sense where because everything on Sunday we dedicate it towards the Lord. That uh, you know, usually even if we watch television programs, mostly they're Christian and you know things of that nature. So, uh, but uh, our focus is on Christ, though He is the one who uh, fulfilled uh, the Sabbath day. You're exactly right. Okay. All right, I want to thank you for calling, buddy. Yeah, all right. We'll talk to you soon. And I love your stuff about political correctness too. It was good. Okay, thank Bye. you very much. Appreciate it. All right, next, uh, Tom. Are you waiting? Uh, yeah, I hear you. Um, okay, you know, you got. I'm off track now. I'm, you're talking about the Sabbath, and uh, you know, one of the things that always occurs to me is, you know, in the Bible where it says uh, God blessed the seventh day, and a day is 24 hours long. So when people are starting the Sabbath here in Michigan at sundown, that's uh, it's already been started in Israel, say in Jerusalem, sundown was, you know, in the afternoon, uh, you know, maybe six hours earlier. And so that it becomes where it's not a 24-hour period anymore when everybody starts, you know, starting their own Sabbath. Uh, you know, to me, it just, you know, <laughs> I guess I don't, don't really, can't think of the words to say. It just, just seems like it, you know, that, I, you know, sometimes I think maybe those laws, they were just made for Israel. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure they were. They they weren't given to anybody else on the planet. No. Right? Well, I hear you, though, Tom, but let me say this. I think we just need to give it more thought. Uh, because what happens is um, uh, God knows all of that, that time zones are different, but yet there's still day and night. And so it doesn't mean that the whole earth, <laughs> I'm amazed at how you think that the whole earth has to stop. So that makes sure that we're all doing it at the same time. All he says is that you honor the time in which you're in, the days that you have. He doesn't go into that extreme. Uh, I can be watching a movie here, and it can be five. In another country, it might be another time, but it's the same movie. So I think it's kind of in the way you think about it, Tom, that causes the problem. But I thank you for your call. All right. Thank you for calling. Number to call, area code 866 Four two three nine five seven eight. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And another verse I'd like to throw on that, okay, in our time permitting, we've got to recognize that Jesus fulfilled the Sabbath day. That's right. Uh, our, the rest used to be in a day. Now it's in Christ. All of the Bible it says this. But you have people like the Seventh-day Adventists that don't acknowledge it in others. And that itself I don't think is going to condemn them. It's just biblically wrong. Notice in Colossians chapter 2 where it says, okay, and we'll read uh, these two verses, verse 13 and 14, And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Then verse 14, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Not finished yet. Verse 15, and having spoiled, that's what Jesus did, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Now listen to this, Colossians 2 and 16. 2 and 16, Paul says it again. He already said it in Romans 14. 
here, Colossians chapter 2, Colossians chapter 2, verse 16. He says, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day. That's what he said, an apostle writing scripture here. Colossians 2, 16, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day or of a new moon or of the Sabbath days. So all the Sabbath days, okay, that's what he says, which are a shadow, all the Sabbath day was was a shadow, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Christ has fulfilled the Sabbath day. That's what it says here. If you still want to honor it, you can. That's what Paul also said in Romans chapter 14. But understand, your salvation is not based upon the day you worship on. It's based upon who you're worshiping. And that is Jesus Christ, our Lord. All right. It has been a great time with you guys. I appreciate it. Always remember that number. Give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. And also, those of you who like this program, a program where we discuss apologetics, we discuss systematic theology, anything biblical is going to be here. And we encourage you to come and uh, uh, be a uh, part of the show by listing, also by sending donations to keep it going. And so you can send your offerings to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And I'm going to tell you something you don't want to miss. It's going to be on November 27th. And I can remember the date so well because it's my birthday. That's right, on my birthday, I'm going to be having a seminar at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River at Oakland. And it's going to be dealing with the Jehovah Witnesses, how to witness to a Jehovah Witness. It will give you so much good information on how to use your Bible to handle these classes that come to your home. Okay? Uh, you don't want to miss it. Uh, we ask for a $20 um, tuition costs, that's all. Get there at about 10 o'clock. I have uh, information to give you, put it in your hand, and once you get these verses under tow, you will be waiting for the Jehovah Witnesses to come to your porch. You'll be looking out the window for them because you have something to show them in the Word of God that may help them come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and out of the kingdom of the cult. So that's on November 27th at 10 about 10 a.m., it's Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River. You don't have to pay in advance. Just bring your tuition with you. It's $20 per person. Kids don't have to pay $20 if you have children with you. You can give something uh, for them, for the teenagers, you know, but we don't uh, demand that it's um, uh, $20 for teens. We, no, we're not going that far. But we do need all of that uh, money that we get to support Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries as we're continuing to preach the gospel and to defend the gospel against all those who attack it, okay? So do want you to be mindful of that. So remember that number to call. Put it down so you can call early next time at area code 866-423-9578. And I want all of our callers to know I appreciate all of you, regardless of whether I agree with you or not, okay? Uh, because as long as we're talking about the Bible, apologetics, hermeneutics, Christian living, we're talking about what we need to be talking about. And the most important thing is, uh, is to deal with the Word of God, okay? That's lacking today. And uh, so, glad to be with you, encourage you to support this program and keep listening, all right? And I know I'm at the end of my rope now. It's my music. I got to go. God bless you. See you next time. 
sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Visit gotahalfitnow.com to purchase half-price certificates on shopping, dining, and activities around the metro Detroit area. Go to gotahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H-A-L-F, itnow.com. And let Water Pure Water show you how good your water should taste. $50 certificates for $25 are available now to have clean and healthy water in your home or office. Since 2015, Water Pure Water has been providing alkaline, ozone, and purified water to Kego Harbor and surrounding areas. Take advantage of their $50 certificate for $25 deal to nourish your body with the best water available. Your neighborhood water store, Water Pure Water, offers 24-7 access to a drive-up water kiosk at their Kego Harbor location on Orchard Lake Road. Enjoy Water Pure Water's great-tasting water at half the price. Log on to gotahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H-A-L-F, itnow.com to buy your Water Pure Water $50 certificates for $25. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. The great exodus has begun from the nation's largest public school districts. A record number of families are voting with their feet in the nation's bluest cities. In New York's public school system, America's largest, enrollment has dropped by 50,000 students since 2019. That's a whopping 4.5%. In Los Angeles, the nation's second largest, there's a record loss of 6% of enrollment, 27,000 students leaving. COVID has spawned an education revolution. Urban parents at home with children barred from school by teachers' unions got a first-hand look at what their children were learning. They were not impressed. Whatever a parent's politics, race, or socioeconomic background, they all want their children to have the opportunities that only come with a quality education. At last, the tide of education reform is beginning to roll like a mighty wave. For those who need it most, it's long overdue. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu This is Daryl Wood for Faith Talk Detroit and Bible League International. The gospel is changing hearts in regions of the world like Asia, Africa, Latin America, and the Middle East. But many countries in these regions have very few Christian bookstores, big box stores, or online retailers to drop Bibles into their villages. So it's nearly impossible to find what is so elementary in walking with Christ. And that's God's Word. That's why we're partnering with Bible League to send Bibles to 2,600 waiting Christians. $5 sends one Bible, $35 sends seven, and $100 sends Bibles to 20 Christians. Help us bless 2,600 Bibleist believers through our shared campaign, The World Needs the Word, Bibles for the Nation. Make your most generous gift today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673. 800-YES-WORD or give at faithtalkdetroit.com. Attention Americans 65 and older. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 has begun. This is the only time to change your Medicare Advantage plan for a whole year. And Smart Match Insurance is here to help. Do you currently have a copay? What about a high deductible? Do you pay extra for dental and vision? Are your out-of-pocket expenses just too high? If you answered yes to any of these, you should call Smart Match. Smart Match is like having a personal Medicare consultant who can help you find plans which include $0 copays, $0 deductibles, even $0 premiums, plus dental and vision coverage for no additional cost. Having the wrong Medicare plan can cost you thousands. Smart Match makes it easy to find 
find the right one with their free, smart, and unbiased help. If you find a plan you like, they can even enroll you on the spot. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 and soon. The service is free with no obligation, so call SmartMatch today. Call 800-871-1592. That's 800-871-1592. 800-871-1592. Praise the Lord, we're 50% of the way to our goal. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International, and I'm so grateful we spent the last three weeks addressing the other pandemic, the severe shortage of Bibles available to Christians in many parts of Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America. You know, at Bible League, now in our 83rd year of ministry, we estimate that as many as 9 of 10 Christians in these regions lack the Bible. They can't open God's Word on a daily basis and be reminded of His precious promises. And that's why we're doing something about it. The campaign is The World Needs the Word. We're 50% of the way to our goal of blessing a little more than 2,000 Bibleist believers around the world. Listen, it's Thanksgiving week, so please, in grateful response for having your own Bible like Tom, Sarah, Steve, and Becky, make your most generous gift at $5 a Bible by calling 800-YES-WORD, 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 or give at faithtalkdetroit.com. And God bless you for caring. Whoever comes our way, and is able to give us a Bible, it will be a great blessing. Visit gotahalfitnow.com to purchase half-price certificates on shopping, dining, and activities around the metro Detroit area. Go to gotahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H-A-L-F, itnow.com. And let Water Pure Water show you how good your water should taste. $50 certificates for $25 are available now to have clean and healthy water in your home or office. Since 2015, Water Pure Water has been providing alkaline, ozone, and purified water to Kego Harbor and surrounding areas. Take advantage of their $50 certificate for $25 deal to nourish your body with the best water available. Your neighborhood water store, Water Pure Water, offers 24-7 access to a drive-up water kiosk Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministry. Visit gotahalfitnow.com to purchase half-price certificates for great-tasting alkaline, ozone, or purified water from Water Pure Water. Serving Kego Harbor and the surrounding areas, let Water Pure Water show you how good your water should taste. $50 certificates for $25 are available now to enjoy clean and healthy water in your home or office. Log on to gotahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H-A-L-F, itnow.com to buy your Water Pure Water $50 certificates for $25. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.